Hello, this is Abby. Dear Abby, this is gonna be a long one. Oh boy. Dear Abby, how do you tell the difference between a new exciting crush and a rebound? Does it matter? Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Welcome to our little corner of the internet. This is the Dear Abby podcast. I hope you stay and hang out with us. See you in a sec. Welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Dear Abby. I'm very excited for today's episode. I have a cute little episode for you guys today on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday morning or I guess afternoon or evening. For me right now, it's in the evening. Um, It's pretty late. It's about 10 p.m. in the p.m. And I kind of like to record at night because I'm too tired to be too stressed about what I'm going to say and to overthink everything because I'm too tired. So I'm feeling a little bit crazy today. I'm not feeling that crazy, but I just don't feel stressed. So I do feel crazy when I don't feel anxious. (laughs) Okay. I'm, um, I just, I, I, I've been kind of overthinking, I think my podcast and just how I present myself and everything like that, which I think is probably common if you're trying to start a like a podcast or something and trying to brand something and it has your face on it or whatever. But I've been really anxious about if I'm appearing like how I want to appear or if the vibe is what I want it to be, everything like that. And the more that I overthink it, the less it's more of my vibe and what I actually want to, I don't know, put a like uh bring to the table what I want to have my podcast come across as and I've just decided to stop worrying so much about it so not that you'll probably even hear the difference because it's probably all just noise in my head but but just so you all know that's what's going on in my head (laughs) um this definitely none of this comes natural to me I've learned like I overthink a lot of aspects about the podcast and also just what I say and everything like that because I also just don't want to put out stuff though that I don't actually believe or things that I'm just like I don't want to just talk to talk uh blah 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 enough about me I've also just been thinking a lot about I want it to I look at like successful podcasts or even like my sister's podcast and their vibe and like what they try to show on like their Instagram and what they like how to get people to listen and how to represent I don't know I think it's just when you create something and it's yours that you've created you just don't want it to be like everyone else's because you don't want to kind of like almost give something up of yours that you like and what your vibe what you want it to be because then if you get stuck doing something you don't want to do that just sounds miserable to me Um, so I'm trying to stay true to myself and I think I've been doing a pretty good job so far, but I think, like I said before, just the overthinking is kicking my butt. So I'm trying not to do it as much and it's made life a little bit more enjoyable. So today we have a fun little podcast. Uh, this episode is a reminders episode. So it's just little reminders that I'm going to share that, Hopefully it will be helpful, uplifting, remind you of things that you set out to do, remind you of things that you need to just keep practicing. And I think our generation, 
I see online, like we're just a lot of us are online and we work online, we work on computers, we see this, the different types of medias. And even if you're just on LinkedIn or something like that, there's so many people posting about their, like all these epiphanies that they have, which is beautiful. And I'm, there's nothing wrong with that. And I do that all the time. But as a viewer, it's your responsibility to not make it everyone else's responsibility to fix you or to bring you happiness or joy or get stuff done that you need to get done. That's your responsibility. And I think when people create stuff and create content, especially online right now, people are trying to be the one creator that finally cracks the code and now like and now they have the solution to being happy forever and they have the most like crazy one in a lifetime thought that changes everything for their viewers and it's just that's not how life is going to be unfortunately I have listened to a lot of podcasts I have watched a lot of people's content and I've never found that it feels like it sometimes I'm like oh my gosh this is it and then I still fall back into the same pattern. So it's really just the boring stuff, like discipline, day-to-day stuff, nothing crazy. Unfortunately, I hate to break it to you, but the whole episode, after my quick life updates and just mental health updates, I'll do just a couple of reminders that are very basic things that you've heard a million times, but hopefully I can maybe say in a little bit of a different way, but it's just reminders. And I think we need reminders every once in a while. Okay, so let's do some life updates, and then we'll get into the rest of the episode. My mom is still in town. Yes, I know. She was here last week. She is still in town. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love having... I really do love having her here. Um, it's been so fun because she's honestly just a good helper. So she's just bought me stuff. She's helped around the house. She bought me, like... Just one of the, she, she's, she just will come and, like, just take care of stuff for me which is really nice and it's you always feel like a little bit like a little kid again when your mom comes to visit you when you're an adult and comes to your own place which is not a bad thing at all I love that she comes and she helps me and she pays for things and she'll pay for my food and she'll make me lunches and dinners (laughs) um, and she'll help around the house also whenever your mom comes to town I go back to my old ways of asking my mommy for everything and Something I've discovered recently is that my mom is a big plant person. She loves potting plants and she'll speak to them as she repots them. So I've learned uh, earlier today, which was an interesting experience. Um, But I kind of get it because I'm like that when I'm by myself, just not with people because I get embarrassed. But when I'm home alone, I talk to my plants and I just like to, you know, be funny with them and, and, you know, joke around so that's been fun my mom's still here she's here for a little while longer and my brother and my dad are gonna come to visit as well so I'm excited I think we're gonna do I think we're gonna play Dungeons and Dragons when my brother comes here because he'll be the dungeon master for us and so you'll be hearing about that probably next week which I'm excited to give the rundown on Oh, I've been binging a lot of Modern Family, the TV show. I never really got into it. My family got into it a while ago, and I just never, like... I, w- I would watch, like, a little bit of an episode, and I was like, oh, this is, like, a like it's kind of like an office type show where it's, like, a comfort show, which I love those. And 
uh, I never really got into it, but now it's like just my nightly routine where I watch it at night when I'm doing laundry or I'm f- making dinner or when I'm just painting or doing something and just relaxing. It's just now my go-to show that I watch as well as um, that one show. I think it's on Hulu about the, uh, what is it? It's like special forces training, but they get celebrities on there. They used to have normal people. Now they have celebrities, which celebrities are technically normal people, but they have celebrity celebrities on there and they basically put them through some special forces training, a modified version, of course. And it's pretty intense and it's really cool to watch, but also it's kind of crazy how much these people back talk to these ex-Navy SEALs and people who literally could destroy, people who quite literally could rip someone's head off. It's crazy to me how much people talk back to them because if I was there, and this is what me and my family were saying when we were watching, I would sit quietly and just say yes, 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 and agree to everything and be like, I am an imbecile. You are right. Like I've, trust me, I've always thought about that about myself. Like you're right. And I am an imbecile. And some of these celebrities just like can't handle being talked. Not that I would handle it good, but I would agree and I would cry, but I would agree and I would not talk back. And they also just sacrifice so much. So it's kind of weird to like back talk those types of people. But we talk, we talk back to our moms all the time. So it's been really fun to watch because it's one of those things where you watch those shows and you and, and you um, are like, oh, if, if I was there, I would probably be good at this one or I probably wouldn't be able to do this one or whatever. And you prejudge what would happen if you were in this certain circumstance when you have never been in that circumstance. So therefore, you're not exactly sure how you would react. It's pretty crazy, the stuff that they put these celebrities through. And it's kind of funny to watch. Uh, but also like very inspiring to people who stick around for a long time and push through and also just anyone that leaves even halfway through they push themselves past points that not a lot of other people can say they have so it's a very inspiring show I've cried multiple times watching it some of the things that the like ex-navy seals and the guys who are doing the training like putting on the training some of the things that they say are so comforting and like the in a very are so comforting and a very much just move on from something like people will pour out their heart to them or they'll they'll do these one-on-ones where they will express something and um you know these celebrities if they're child stars or if they're you know new and upcoming and they have had something happen or they're always misunderstood or something they'll express something about their upbringing or just where they are at now that's maybe messed them up a little bit or they have a bunch of self-doubt or all of these different types of issues that come up during this training and these um these train these trainers will just listen and then they'll understand and they'll validate and then they'll be and then they'll just say like move on from it don't let it stop you just you can do this and step up and some people don't like tough love and I get it because sometimes the way that someone has tough love isn't actually helpful because it's just being mean and invalidating but when you're able to have tough love in my head is just validating the experience not saying that it oh you should think that you suck because a b and c it's like I understand why 
you feel that way. However, that's not true and you need to like grow up. You need to move on from that. You need to face your fears. You need to conquer your fear. Oh, that's what he said. He said, um, we're not teaching these people to face their fears. We're teaching these people to conquer their fears, which I really love that distinction between the two. And that's a weakness of mine as I run from my, pro- I, I kind of run, but I've been learning to just face my fears. And when I notice that I'm not being present with myself or I can't face myself, I'm like, okay, that's when you need to do it the most. And anyways, I love the show. Okay, okay, I'm done talking about it. I could talk about it for like 30 minutes, but I'll just talk to my mom about it later probably. As far as my mental health goes and an update on that, I have been really good as far as not ruminating. I've been in recovery for a long time and I'm not in therapy anymore. I still suggest going to therapy for anyone that's in treatment for really anything that requires support. Um, I have people who support me just in my family. I can talk to them about it. I talk to my mom about it. I talk to sometimes my siblings. I'll talk to my boyfriend. I have a lot of people who are very supportive, but I'll go maybe once a month now to a session just to check in with my therapist. And even then, sometimes I miss. So this, maybe I should be going more, honestly, but I feel like I just have a good handle on it now. And it's really expensive. And I honestly just can't really afford it right now. But I feel like I'm doing okay without it. But I still use everything that he taught me. I know my fears. And I try to face them and conquer them as much as I can. And everyone's on their own recovery journey too. So yours will look different than mine. So don't try to compare. Everyone's recovery and everyone's life is also just so different. So don't compare yourself to me. Like don't compare your journey to my journey. Don't compare yourself to me. But to express and be open about where I'm at. I still have some bad days. And bad days for me just looks like I ruminate. And I spend a lot of time like maybe an hour a day ruminating or getting stuck in a headspace and I still feel anxious every single day. So my anxiety hasn't gone away, but I've just learned how to look at it differently and to still be in control and just know that I'm still in control even though I'm anxious. I still fall for some type of thoughts and intrusive thoughts and feelings. I have a lot of Feelings for me is the biggest one. When I have big feelings, I get really, really anxious and almost attached to them. Like I have to figure them out so they don't, so I don't lose control one day because I have big emotions. So that's something for me I've been trying to kind of just rewire my brain with and just be okay and I can feel it and I'm not going to lose and I'm probably not going to lose control. Maybe I will. I don't know. So just to give a little insight of what's going on in my brain still and what my OCD looks like, that's kind of what we're down to and it still sounds maybe a a lot for some people but it was like 20 it was 24 7 for me and it was extremely debilitating I couldn't work I couldn't focus on anything so having one hour at the most of rumination or not even necessarily rumination I think just like intrusive just my obsession one hour of thinking about my obsession or it just popping up probably throughout the day I No, I still have so much more to go and I'm hoping that maybe one day when I have a different situation, I'll be able to go back to therapy full time and I'm just trying to figure it out for me. I also, I don't know if I already said this, but I stopped scrolling 
on Instagram and TikTok, just period. Very rarely will I scroll maybe like five minutes a day and it has to be intentional and I'm not there to find any solutions to my problems. I'm not there to find any solutions to anything and I know that sounds maybe weird and is like, that's a weird thing to say, but if you have maybe an anxious brain like mine or OCD brain, you start to try to look for solutions and a certain reaction when you're scrolling that I've just stopped trying to do or trying to find. And and that has made me so much better because I'm now having to force myself to face myself and be more alone with my thoughts and face a lot of a lot more stuff, honestly. Uh, which kind of leads me to my first reminder, and that is to get off your phone. Um, I'm just going to go through a bunch of reminders again, and then I'm going to do a Dear Abby, and then we'll wrap it up. So first reminder is get off of your phone. Stop scrolling if that's your way that if that's a way that you distract yourself from maybe uncomfortable feelings or wanting to face something. Um, not the solution, okay? If you do scroll, have it be intentional and set like a timer so you're not there for an hour. I have a timer on my phone now so I know when it's been over a time limit. And then I don't click ignore limit. I don't do anything. I just say, okay, then you know what? That's done and I need to find something else to do. Oh, I didn't explain why I want to do reminders. So I said at the beginning that everyone's just trying to say all of these crazy things so that they get heard and that their podcast does well, that they're whatever does well. People are just blah, blah, blah. They're, t- they're saying the same stuff. People are pretty much just saying the same stuff everywhere, but trying to make it sound a little bit more elaborate so that people take them more seriously over other people or that they click on their content rather than other people. So they're very like black and white type of statements, stuff like that. There's something beautiful and there's something relaxing and calming to me personally. as kind of just hearing the same simple stuff over and over again. And I do like to get into deep thinking and elaborate ways of thinking. And I like that stuff. There's a time and a place for it, but that's not everything. And the simple stuff, the simple truths, the simple just daily reminders is I feel where we really is where we really get that change that we're craving. And it's just a daily practice that's slow and pretty repetitive we need those reminders because we learn a bunch of lessons in life and then we forget them and then we learn new lessons and then we eventually forget those and in order for it to really be ingrained in us we have to remind ourselves so I'm a big believer in saying things simply and keeping it sweet and simple when it needs to be and just reminding myself of the basics because we forget the basics a lot so I'm here to give you some of those reminders so like I said stop scrolling You've probably found a time where it was helpful to stop scrolling and you were a little bit happier. So you don't have to, if you got stuck in a bad habit again, it's not the end of your story. You don't have to stay in it. You have the choice. You have the agency to choose and say, I don't want to do this habit anymore. This isn't the best thing for me. And then choose something else and choose a better habit. And along with that is a reminder to be patient with yourself. Self-compassion and patience is a practice that is really hard for me. I'm extremely hard on myself and I think that that's going to change something, but it doesn't ever change me. It just makes me actually more stuck because I feel like I am just my disappointments (laughs) and I am that voice that's negative, you know, but that's not me and that's not you. And being patient and holding yourself with compassion and understanding 
changes me. And I this is honestly a good reminder for me because I've been really bad at this lately. But it's so hard because sometimes I feel like I don't deserve it. But at the same time, that's exactly when I need to hold myself with patience the most. So I'm reminding you to be patient with yourself. And I'll be more patient with myself too. Set a reminder on your phone because we probably have a bunch of reminders for work stuff and a bunch of other things, but maybe just set a reminder that just says be patient with yourself and at that time you could take a deep breath and start that practice up again. I, I just reminded you about this, but this is just your friendly reminder that your story is not over, your life isn't over. You can restart at any moment and start to practice things daily little by little and when you hear that little voice that is probably fear or is probably doubt that comes in and says hey look at me and it's like but you've chosen this so many times doesn't mean you have to choose it again okay that's your choice doesn't mean you have to choose it again but if you do patience compassion bring yourself back around to not listening to that voice to not listen to that negativity that doubt you don't have to another reminder is to take everything one step at a time. When I was in yoga teacher training, my yoga teacher shared with us something that she, I don't know if she, that she learned, I think maybe from whoever taught her. There was a, she told us a story of this woman who just had so much going on. She was taking care of her sick mom. Maybe her and her husband were having issues she was just really overwhelmed in that relationship and she was paying bills and she had kids that she needed to take care of and everything just felt really overwhelming and she said she just used the phrase just this and it's so hard because your brain wants to solve everything but the practice of saying just this in the moment is so relieving and so helpful to just stay in the present moment just stay here like even when you're listening to this you're probably going off on all of these different storylines and all of these different but what if but what if but what if and I've done this before and this didn't work and blah blah, blah. that's all just noise just stay here just this but when you get overwhelmed when you have a billion tasks or you have a long list of things to do and you don't want to start just do one and repeat just this with all the noise going on in your head, just say just this. Take it one step at a time, baby. Another friendly reminder that you're doing your best and you can do it. Whatever it is, you can do it. You're doing your best, okay? I believe that you you are doing your best. And even if you have all these loud things they're saying, no, you're not, no, you're not, you're this, you're bad, you're dumb, you've made too many mistakes, you've been stuck in this for too long, don't listen to that. It's not true. So you're doing your best. Okay, these last couple are more fun ones. Not fun. Well, kind of fun. But they're just more kind of random. So they're not as like self-help. Really. <laughs> uh, okay. This is a friendly reminder to all my women out there and men. So both should listen to this. How even if a girl or you as a girl are hormonal meaning you have a normal, healthy hormone change because of your cycle. And if you're on your period or you're PMSing, if you, well, if you do PMS, don't let people feel like, make you feel crazy for being hormonal or having higher, heightened emotions. If you're a little bit more sensitive, good, you know? Other people around you, maybe your husband, your boyfriend, 
whoever, your brothers, whoever's around you, you are not crazy because you are extra sensitive. That is an opportunity for the people around you to be extra empathetic, to be extra compassionate, to maybe tap into how you're feeling a little bit more, to learn how to uh, maybe treat a woman when she's feeling sensitive, how to validate her feelings, uh, not just to be like, oh, my little baby, you know, not in that way, in like a, in an empowering way and in a gentle, reassuring way. Let's not invalidate her experiences and make her feel crazier by being like, oh, I just can't wait till you're off your period or you're just, you're just on your period. Let's not dismiss feelings. Again, even if they're irrational in your head as to the situation versus how big of their reaction or how big their emotions is, how big their emotions are, what you can do to help is to listen. Don't judge them. Don't tell them that they're wrong for complaining. Don't tell them. Don't judge them. If they're sharing something with you and they're showing you their emotion, they trust you. Don't use that against them and don't take that vulnerability and then shove it back in their face. Just understand that hormonally they have a lot going on and that's designed that way. So maybe they're feeling something and maybe you should try to tap into what they're feeling or you can use this to grow closer because they're having big feelings and they're sharing it with you. This is an opportunity to show up. I don't know why I'm giving this whole speech right now, but just a reminder that um, if you're a girl... Your feelings are valid. Doesn't mean it's necessarily accurate or the thoughts that match with the feeling are cohesive and work together, but they're valid and your big feelings are valid. And especially if you're on your period or if you are PMSing, those are also valid. And guys, this is a reminder to be very gentle and kind, but not baby. Don't like baby them. You know, that's kind of annoying. Just be kind. Just be gentle and don't judge. And don't try to make them feel crazy or be like, oh, I can't wait till you're off your period. As if then we'll be normal when it's normal for us to have periods and have big feelings. Last two are make your holidays season special. (laughs) Uh, So random. Make your holiday season special. Start now on what costume, who you're going to be. If you have kids, what your kids are going to be, what your husband's going to be, what your partner's going to be what you are going to be, you know, what what you're going to do on Halloween and start to plan that now because it's really stressful the day of. You don't want to be running around and also just start buying Christmas presents now. Start doing that shopping now. At least have Pinterest boards, lists of things you want to buy and have it all planned out so that way you can just enjoy the season when it comes and you can enjoy Thanksgiving and Christmas And it's a lot less of a busy, stressful time than it is just to be present with your loved ones. Um, And the very last one is a reminder to go to the dentist. Because if you're like me, that's something that I constantly push back, push back, push back until I have cavities. And then that sucks. Actually, last time I didn't have any cavities, I don't think. So that was cool. But I probably do now because it's been a long time. So a reminder to go to the dentist. And maybe go get like a physical or just tune into your body. See how your body's doing, I guess. I don't know. If you don't believe in physicals, I don't know. I don't really either, to be honest. I mean, I kind of do. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Okay, let's do a Dear Abby, shall we? I hope that was helpful. I hope I gave some good reminders. We got to change the lighting. Bing, bing. What the freak? Why isn't it changing too?
There we go. Also, just FYI, you guys, um, I unfortunately did get fired from my job. Let's go to Dear Abby. Eh, I'm just doing it on my phone. Forget this. Forget this freaking crap. Okay, here we go. This is not a voicemail. This is, I'm just going to read this one. Dear Abby, how do I best support my husband who's going through an intense depression wave and let's not and not let his mental emotional state affect mine? It's hard on me because he just wants his space and alone time. And I try to respect that, but it leaves me feeling extremely alone and neglected. I feel like I need to be the strong and positive one right now, but it's heartbreaking for me to see him this way. I'm trying to go out. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go about my days like nothing is wrong, but I'm really sad about it. Well, that stinks. And I'm sorry. That sucks. Depression is not fun. And it is exhausting for everyone involved. A, you should never feel guilty or feel bad that you feel sad or maybe overwhelmed by their depression. This is what I've learned about these types of situations and I'll just give my two cents. One, again, be very kind to yourself and compassionate to yourself throughout this process. And as you both learn how to navigate this in your relationship, B, don't vent to him about it when he's going through it, maybe when he feels a little bit better or he maybe has a better handle or is able to manage it better. Maybe vent to someone else that is a loved one that you trust, that you can talk to about it. And that's sometimes helpful just because he's the one that's experiencing depression. When you're the one experiencing like a mental illness and you have someone coming to you telling you how hard it is and venting to you, it's just it makes you feel even more guilty and more shame. I think you sound like you don't do this, but but definitely don't vent or, you know, get stuff off your chest to him until he's in a better place and you feel like it'll draw you closer. There's two things that come to mind as far as helping him and one is helping yourself to make sure that you're still it stinks but you do have to be the strong one right now definitely keeping yourself mentally healthy and emotionally healthy is so helpful to him and maybe he doesn't realize it now but it will be later on when he looks back having someone that's mentally healthier than you is so helpful and helps you know that you can get to where the other person is someday. And maybe you might not feel the exact same way. But you you have someone who is healthy and that you can look up to. So if you are in like a healthier place mentally, it sounds like don't feel bad about being mentally healthy. <laughs> or emotionally healthy or putting energy and work into that. You can't fix him, unfortunately. No one can fix someone else, but you can support him and you can show him by example and you can show him by not giving up on him. And in order to not give up and not let it affect you, I think writing down maybe some values or maybe some main things that you want to stay strong in to help him, even if it's just, I don't know, maintaining a high frustration tolerance when maybe he gets frustrated easily or talking to yourself kindly because maybe he's not very good at that right now or I don't I don't know just just invest in yourself emotionally and don't feel bad about doing that and the second thing that comes to mind is to use tough love on him you don't have to be mean with tough love 
I think I don't even know if I finished my thought earlier in the episode. I'm realizing I love tough love. I love being told you're being a baby sometimes. But again, um, almost like a love sandwich of some kind, gentle things and then a little bit of pushy, tough love and then back to gentle things. Don't be afraid to kind of be the bad guy a little bit and push him. For example, if you know he's supposed to be taking medication or he's supposed to be getting up off the couch in the morning or something that he values that he's trying to do. From my experience, this is the best thing that people said to me and that I think would be helpful to help someone else now is, okay, babe, I know that you're miserable and I don't know the emotional pain you're in. I don't fully understand what you're going through, but I'm here for you and I'm not scared and I really need you to get up. And if you can't do it for yourself because you're not there yet, then do it for me. Even if you can't find anything, just get up and brush your teeth. Give reassurance that you're here. You're not scared of the depression. You can do this together and you will do your part as long as he's doing his part. So I think that's a good way to help is you can still push them. Like you can still push him gently and with reassurance, push him with kindness, gentleness, understanding, but still you don't you don't want them to stay there because you have to be the example of that the baseline isn't depression. That's not the baseline for mentally healthy. The baseline is probably where you are if you don't experience depression. It was always helpful for me when people express that they need me. And having a purpose and pushing forward with that purpose really does help you get out of dark spots. So don't ever have an issue with, I think, I mean, I'm not a professional. Just have to say that every single episode, just to remind everyone, and it's okay to let them know that you need them, you know, not in a mean way, to say it in a very, I have no idea what you're feeling, and I don't know what kind of emotional pain you're feeling, and how empty you feel, and I know you really don't want to do this, and it doesn't feel like it's going to help, but I need you to just get up and brush your teeth, whatever it is. Okay, I haven't really talked about, for you personally, how to stay healthy emotionally and everything like that. A, the goal is not to be, but it's not easy and you're a trooper for, you know, wanting to support and sticking it out with him. Okay, hopefully that helps with the situation. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Dear Abby. Just as a reminder, you can leave a five-star rating or I guess whatever stars I guess however many stars you want to leave, you can leave on Spotify or Apple. You can also write a review if you want to leave a note or a comment. I drop an episode every single Thursday. Also, feel free to call and leave a voicemail so that you can be on next week's episode or the week after that or whenever I have an opening for the Dear Abby segment where you guys call in and ask me questions. The number will be in the episode notes and episode description. So you can just call that number and leave a voicemail for me and I'll get back to you via the podcast. And I will see you next week. Love you. Bye. Oh, Yeah. 